Jones Animal Hospital, and this is your weekly pause. Today's episode is about decreasing stress and anxiety in your pet. Many times when pets come to the veterinary hospital, they're anxious. Um, they're licking their lips, their body language is, their ears are back, their, their face is kind of funny looking. They're looking around, wondering what's going to happen here. They're encountering all kinds of unusual smells and sounds and sights. They're seeing and being around people they've never been around before. They're very anxious and stressed. And this is not fun for the pet. It's not fun for the owner. And sometimes it makes it more difficult for your veterinarian to do a good job of an examination and figuring out what's going on with your pet. So we're going to talk today about things that you can do to help decrease your pet's stress and anxiety when it comes to the veterinarian. This can begin with the very first puppy visits. Um, pairing coming to the veterinarian with treats and pets and a lot of kind handling, those sorts of things help to make it a much more positive visit for your new puppy. And doing that every time it comes in helps a great deal too. Sometimes we'll just have friendly visits where people will come into the front door, sit in the lobby for a few minutes, give the pet some treats and, and leave and do that from time to time. That way, there's not always something going on every time the pet comes in. They've reduced the pet's sensitivity to coming in by making it a familiar thing and pairing it with pleasant experiences. Just coming in for a visit, letting the technicians and receptionists visit with it, give it treats, walk around with it. Those sorts of things are all very helpful. So starting at that point is a good thing. As pets get older, sometimes their anxiety levels will increase. Puppies almost take everything in stride, almost all the time. Sometimes once they pass puberty, things that didn't used to bother them begin to bother them. If you find your pet is stressed when it comes in and not having a good time, talk to your veterinarian about that. There are medications that can be given, both immediately before the visit and sometimes even beginning the day before, that can help to decrease the pet's stress and anxiety. Sometimes I'll walk in a room and an animal just starts barking and, and I look at its body language and realize this is not going to be a good visit. Um, this animal is very defensive. It's very frightened. Rarely is it just purely it's an aggressive animal. Almost always it's an animal that's frightened and anxious about what's going on and is just unsure of itself. Now, those animals can certainly bite too and that hurts. So you have to be careful, but things can be done to help decrease that kind of stress and anxiety. Interestingly, a very easy trick is just to have the client wait out in the hall. I'll go into the room, be in the room already when they come in with the pet. That way the pet comes into the room where I'm already there rather than me coming into a small room with the pet and the owner. Sometimes something as simple as that can change all the dynamics of what's going on. Talking to the owner for a little while first and not even paying attention to the pet gets the pet kind of accustomed to my voice. The owner's relaxed, I'm relaxed, everything is going pretty well, and the animals will often settle down with that sort of thing. Working with them on the floor can help decrease their stress and anxiety. Offering them your hand, offering them a treat, petting them gently and softly on their side or the chest and avoiding the head, those are all sorts of things that help to decrease a pet's stress and anxiety. But sometimes even those things don't work. You know, no matter what we do with our mannerisms and voice and that sort of thing, the pet just is not going to have a good experience. 
Very often in those cases, I'll just tell the owner, I say, look, we can put a leash on your pet. We can get several people to help hold it. We can get done what needs to get done, but that's going to make for a very bad experience for your pet. It would be much kinder to your pet and much less likely to escalate things every time you come in if I can send you back home with some medication. You can start it the night before, give it the morning of your appointment too, come into the room and let's see if medication can help make the visit much less anxious, much less confrontational. And most owners are very willing to do that and will appreciate that, you know, we're looking out for them and their pet and trying to make the experience a good one rather than an experience that's going to be frightening and be likely to make subsequent visits even more anxiety producing. And very often, you know, the next visit, they have medication on board. Usually we'll schedule an early morning appointment before things have kind of gotten busy there in the hospital. And it can really change the whole dynamics. And several visits like that, sometimes you can even back off on the medication because the animal's having good experiences. You've not escalated things. So those are things that can be done to help decrease the pet's stress and anxiety. On their veterinary visit, many of the same things can be used in your home. Sometimes pets, you know, are very anxious about visitors coming into your home. So having the pet in a different room, let the visitor come in, and then have the pet come into the room where the visitor is can help decrease the anxiety um, of of your visitor and the pet um, and, and help with that. Some people will keep treats outside their door. So visitors can bring treats in with them. So the pet's experience with new visitors then becomes they're likely to walk in the door with a treat to give me. Um, Again, decreasing the stress and anxiety, making it a positive experience rather than there's a stranger coming in, they're invading my home. This is something that I need to be barking and aggressive and, and defensive about. Those things can help too. Sometimes pets are stressed out by noises, fireworks, thunderstorms, things along those lines. And that's unfortunately a fairly common thing to say. Many of the same medicines that we can use to help decrease stress and anxiety in the hospital can be used to decrease stress and anxiety for the pets if they do have um, noise, phobias, storms, fireworks, things like that. Fireworks are pretty easy to predict. You know when the 4th of July is. You know when some kind of celebration is going to be happening when there's liable to be fireworks. So often I have people, you know, start the medications a day or two ahead of time in order to help their dog not to be so stressed out and anxious during those episodes. Thunderstorms can be harder because sometimes they'll come on all of a sudden. If animals have severe storm phobias, then it's important for the owners to really watch the weather forecast. We're here in the Tri-Cities, or most of our weather comes out of the West. And what I'll tell people is, you know, watch the storm forecast, watch the weather radar. You know, storm's coming this way. About the time it gets to Morristown, go ahead and start medicating your pet. That way, by the time it does get here, the medicine is on board and it's helping to prevent the stress and anxiety. I have some patients that are so stressed through the entire thunderstorm season that they have to be on medicine just as a regular thing all through the storm season. But it really helps to decrease their anxiety. And if you've ever had a dog that, you know, tore up the doors and door facings and trying to escape and then ran away because it was so frightened during a storm, you could really appreciate the calming influence of medications and not having to approach that. It does almost no good to medicate the dog once they've already gotten wound up. If the storm, if you can hear the thunder, the dog's been hearing it for 10 minutes already, and you're not going to do nearly as much good with your medication. So predicting ahead of time when the pet's going to need the medication is essential. So I hope these have been helpful hints about decreasing stress and anxiety in your pets in a variety of situations. I'm Dr. Allen. 
Tune in next week, same time, same place, for your next weekly pause. Thank you.